You're listening to the Art Cityscape. Dan, it's, uh, we'd like to welcome you here. We appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us about the library. You've been in charge of the library for many years, and uh, we just appreciate all that you've done. Um, for those that don't know, I'd love to have you talk a little bit about the awards that you get. You know, you just are such a great leader over there, and you always credit the staff and the people that support you in, in getting these things. But uh, it's a real compliment to you and also to the city and, and kind of how we have supported it. I have a confession, though, to make to you is that years ago, I remember when they were going to build the library. That was back when uh, everybody was turning to digital. Why have a library? Why what what's important about a library? And I certainly was was uh, in that camp that maybe things are evolving and changing. And um, you know, I think that's been one of the things over the last four years is just the uh, how eye opening of an experience it's been for me to see how integrated. And we'll talk a little bit about that, um, how that integrates inside the city and how you help um, citizens have a great. Um, collecting place and an opportunity to learn and, and to grow. So, but uh, we, we appreciate it. So I was wrong. And this is a great, <laughs> this is a great testimony of uh, great work and, and really where our society is. So why don't you, first of all, just introduce yourself, tell us kind of uh, quick about where your background is and uh, what brought you here to Springville. And then uh, maybe uh, I'd love to have you talk about the numbers because it's just incredible. It's just a, a great asset to the city. So why don't you introduce yourself first? Great. Thanks a lot, Mayor Packard. It's great to be here. Um, <clears throat> so just a little bit about me. I was um, trying to figure out what to do with my life as I was studying um, in school. So I was studying art. And, and so that's kind of a fun connection here with Springville since we're Art City. So I studied uh, painting and printmaking at BYU. Uh, loved that and thought maybe I could continue on something with the arts and then somehow fell into libraries um, in another state and just kind of it took off. It was like a great connection for my love of, of reading and information and teaching. And and so it just was like, oh, this is the right fit. Mm -hmm. So I've been in libraries for about 20 years um, and just, yeah, I remember still when um, – someone recommended they said hey this uh this job opened up in springville you should take a look at it and i the more i looked at it i was like wow this is my dream job mm -hmm. and i'll still say that this is my dream job i love it here yeah. been fortunate and yeah so that's a little bit about me some other things that i like to do besides library stuff i've um i love games we play a lot of games in in my family so that's like board games card games i like puzzles like number and word puzzles uh, things like that. Uh, I also like getting outside and, and riding my bike when the weather's nice. So that's great. Yeah. So that's a little bit about me. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, why don't you take uh, the people who are listening to the uh, podcast um, about the astounding numbers that are there and the percentage of people that are in our city. We have a survey that goes out. And so we have a pretty, pretty accurate number of, of uh, percentage wise of people who come into the the library. So take us through some of those numbers, which is just incredible. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So there's a lot of different numbers we can look at. Um, you know, if we want to talk about just Springville and using the library, I think one of the numbers that I'm most proud of is that over 80% of the community uses the library at least once 80%. a year. Yeah. Wow. So, and some people are like, Hey, they're coming every week. Some people are coming about once a month and some people it's just popping in. 
occasionally throughout the year when we've got fun activities going on and some people, we still need to kind of hook them and tell them how awesome we are. But yeah, we're really proud that our, our Springville residents are super supporters and users of the library. So it's, they're coming in frequently. We get over a thousand people every day in the library, which makes us, you know, one of the busiest um, community destinations here in town. And we just love being right center in main street. We're just right along the main roads here. And so uh, we feel like we're a nice visually pleasing landmark and also just a community hub where people can come get books, information, but kind of, as you were mentioning earlier, sometimes it's not just about the book. It's about coming in for a class. Uh, you're coming in to meet with other people. Um, you know, I've got some young kids. Sometimes it's just, you want to get the kids out of the house and, and do some exploration. And so we've got some fun, interactive things going on at the library, uh, like a puppet stage or a wind tunnel. You know, those are fun things, or I can play giant connect four with the kids uh, in between us, you know, stuffing our canvas tote bag full of books to take home for a, another, you know, session of reading at home, stuff like that. Well, you have a thousand people come into your library every day and uh, on average. And, and uh, obviously all of them aren't going in there just for books. You have just a, a packed schedule of activities and events for people to come you know, if you come down and try to get a parking space about 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, it's uh, you're pretty challenged to be able to find a, a place because you have them inside doing things. So why don't you take uh, people through just just a variety of some of the subjects that you you do, some of the activities that you have, young and old? Yeah, that's great. Um, so, yeah, you're right. The, the interesting thing with libraries is that people can come for a variety of reasons, as you mentioned we have people that come in and they want to read, they want to study. Uh, maybe they're prepping for, you know, an exam or they are doing business. There's a lot of people. I was surprised from our recent citizen survey shows that over 30% of the community works remotely. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people want to come into the library. It's a great environment. You're around other people. And so they'll, they'll set up at a table, use a study room. If they need to um, do like a video conference, we also have a new study pod that we just got last year, thanks to some grant funding. Um, so it's just, it's great. That's a place that they can come hang out and call their kind of their third space. Um, and then, yeah, we've got people coming in for, for books, certainly for eight, uh, programs of all ages, right? So like you mentioned, you come at 11, you're going to be uh, fighting this, the story time crowd, mm -hmm. but still come on in, you know, there's, there's plenty of space, but yeah, stuff going on throughout the day little bit of a lull right after lunch. And then from the time school gets out, maybe three o'clock till when we close at nine, it's usually pretty busy, at least during the, you know, school during the summer, it's always busy. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's great. So like I say, some people, if, if they're, um, if it fits their schedule best just to do a quick visit, you know, we've got books that people can place on hold. They can come pick them up, pop in and out, check them out and be, done in a couple minutes so if that's their vibe that's great if they want to come linger hang out you know look around as i mentioned some of the interactive elements we have for different ages which are really fun um so yeah hopefully there's a little bit of something for everyone going on so take me through just some of the programs specifically just as a teaser if you will yeah. you have i'm going to guess hundreds of programs and 
just go through two or three of them and then what, what draws people in or what makes you uh, do that particular subject, whatever that subject might be? Yeah, great question. So programs are something that we're really passionate about. I think it's been interesting to see kind of a trend over the past few decades in libraries where uh, libraries have realized that yeah, a lot of people love to read books to learn information, but also it's great to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. So for example, there might be a gardening class. Well, you can read a book about gardening techniques and that's great. And we certainly have plenty of those, but isn't it great to bring in an expert, you know, that's a master gardener and, and bring in a group of people that have questions and say, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to do this. What works in our climate here? Let's talk about this. And so that really gets people enthused when they're around someone that's passionate and is an expert in a field. And so we, we do a variety of, um, of those types of programs. Uh, here's some numbers that'll kind of be mind boggling. Um, in the course of a year, we offer 1200 programs to the community. Yeah, it's really cool. And that's credit to the staff. I mean, today is Valentine's day. Um, so let's give a shout out to them for their hard work and lining things up, whether it's them leading the program or they're finding that, that expert in the community to bring in, to do something special, but there's something for all ages. So we start with the youngest of young, even kids before they can um, understand and read. They're coming in, they're learning about language. They're, it's the lap sit for the moms and the babies and the caretakers. It's great. And then as the kids progress, there's, there's a story time. There's an activity for each age. And hopefully we're getting them hooked on language and learning. And it prepares them for school. And, and we're not saying, okay, that's the end. We've got stuff for... Uh, elementary school and middle school and, and high school age kids. And then of course, lifelong learning, right? We want to be constantly uh, learning new things. And so there's some great stuff for adults as well. Um, kind of to your point about variety, I think another thing is we have events and programs that are small scale and the large scale. So one of my favorite events, um, and I'm sure those that follow the library will be familiar with our Star Wars Reads Day or our PopCon, right? It's our version of the Comic-Con, and it's really great. We get about a 1,000 people at once um, in a couple-hour span. The library's packed. We're using every nook and cranny in that in that beautiful building, and it's just really fun. Well, that's one of our big events, but we also have kind of these more face-to-face, so we'll have language learning or we're teaching kids how to do coding on the computer Um, and so some of those are a little bit more personal and, and kind of instructional. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I said, it's just a fun variety of stuff kind of for all ages, all, all different types. We like to be informational, but as you can see with some of our things, um, yeah, there's, there's a connection with books and literacy, but sometimes we just do things because they're a lot of fun and we want to bring the community together. And that's just phenomenal, Dan. So take us how someone can access something on a calendar or a website or where do they go to find out what is available and how do they sign up and that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, so the city website that we have that we use for the, the library springville.org slash library is a great place. We've got a calendar there that lists our many events. I would say that's a great place to start. Um, also here's a big plug for our social media. If you use Instagram or Facebook, we have really active accounts so we're always sharing, you know, interesting information and, and funny commentary and tidbits about life at the library. 
And we're often kind of plugging those events, especially Facebook, I think, has uh, a calendar functionality that um, people use to kind of schedule and, and remind themselves. And then even if you just come in the library, we have uh, an area near the entrance that has a bunch of posters up on the wall that is kind of a, a highlight of things that are coming up that we think are really fun and interesting. So you can just pop in. You could ask a, a library staff member, um, you know, check the website. Do these cost a citizen to attend these events? Uh, all of our programs, at least we, we strive to have all of them be free and open to the public. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of any, because uh, I don't want to say all, but I'm thinking of maybe one or two exceptions in the whole time I've been here that if there's been like a cost to, you know, have supplies associated with something. But, but we, your initial thrust yeah, is really to make absolutely. it free for the public to be able to enjoy. Yes. That's great. Well, let's shift a little bit over to kind of what you have in the library. You obviously have all these programs where people can come in and enjoy. And, of course, libraries are known for the books. But what other media outlets do you have? Ebooks, uh, visual? Talk a little bit about what's, uh, what's available aside from just the, the hardback book. Yeah, well, we love books of all shapes and sizes, so I'm glad we're talking books. Uh, we have a collection of about 80,000 books. And when I say books, I'm referring to any physical item that we have on the shelf. So we have, yeah, the regular books. We have audiobooks on CD. We have Playaways, which are a, a preloaded MP3 player that has the book ready to go. Uh, we have magazines. We've got movies. Uh, we've got video games. We've got um graphic novels, manga, stuff like that, that really are appealing for the young kids. We have these um, really cool books for kids called Vox audiobooks that has, um, it's a, it's a children's book where they can read it, but there's also a little, um, audiobook built into the side where they can press and they can listen to it being read to them, which helps them understand the words as they're stretching their vocabulary. They can hear, Oh, that's what it sounds like they can follow along with the reader. So that one's kind of a recent uh, collection that we've built up, which has been great. Um, and then, yes, you mentioned eBooks. I'm still somewhat surprised when people um, don't know, or maybe are surprised by, Oh, libraries have eBooks. And we're like, yeah, we, we've really seen a spike in eBooks over the last few years. It still only accounts for maybe a quarter of our total circulation. But um, yeah, we, we have, um, ebooks through Libby. So people can access that, um, going to our website, we can kind of direct them how to get hooked up or if they have any questions, staff are expert in showing people on how to connect with, with Libby. And I'll just say this really quickly, uh, a good friend, a neighbor of mine, we were talking about ebooks and I was telling him, yeah, we've got tons of ebooks at the library. And he said, okay, show me how to do this. So I kind of walked him through it and then he just took off and went with it. And he came back a couple months later and he's like, Dan, you've saved me so much money. <laughs> I used to be buying all these eBooks and now I'm just using the library's uh, Libby account to access these eBooks. So that just made me so happy because mm -hmm. he's a voracious reader and, you know, it can get expensive mm -hmm. to keep up with, sure. you know, your latest authors and yeah, stuff. That's great. Well, just as the last question, kind of take us where you see the library going over the next year, three years, five years, 10 years, kind of where you see maybe it's an amplification of what you're doing, or maybe it's just keep doing what you're doing, because you're so well known, and you didn't talk about your, all the, the awards that you've received and 
Before we end, I want to make sure that people know how well recognized you are. But uh, take us kind of where you are initially, where you expect to, to be in the future. Yeah, I think we're we're really proud of what we've accomplished, and we're happy with kind of the trajectory that we're on. So we have been fortunate to receive some awards, and so I think it would be um, maybe it wouldn't be very wise of us if we were to completely kind of change our course, since we have been, you know, well we're well used, we're well known, and and well loved. I think generally. So we want to kind of maintain that course. We want to serve our community. We want to get to know what their needs are, keep up with, uh, you know, technology trends. Um, so things should be fairly minor moving forward as far as, you know, I don't see any big shifts, but uh, at least in the next couple of years. But we just want to keep doing more of what we're doing. Uh, I'll mention a few things that we really enjoy uh, when we have time and the ability to get outside the library. I mean, we love serving our community in the library, but we also like to participate in various community events, kind of remind people, hey, we're here. Um, don't forget about the library. And, and oftentimes we're connecting with people that may have moved in and, you know, haven't explored the library already. So it's a good chance for us to get out, uh, meet new people and just we love chatting with people and just kind of hear what's going on. It's important for us to kind of stay in tune with the community and their kind of their needs and their interests. That's great. Well, Dan, we just love you. We truly do. And why don't you just as a closing comment, name some of the awards and recognitions that you've had and, and uh, what's been mentioned yeah. to the council. No, that's great. So um, there's a few things that we've been recognized for every spring. So coming up in a few months, we're going to be, reminding people to vote for us. The Daily Herald does kind of a popularity contest, uh, best of Utah Valley, Utah County. And so it's really great when um, a city the size of Springville can compete with, you know, cities that are maybe much larger and people are saying great things like, hey, you know, best, uh, best city to live in or the best library. I mean, that means a lot to us that they're taking the time to vote for us. Um, there's another award, uh, where we apply for a best of state. And so we've been proud to, uh, keep that torch here, Springville best of state for nine years running. So that's a fun one. Um, on Facebook and on Google, people will leave reviews. So it's great to, you know, read their feedback. And so we like having, love having those five-star reviews there. And then probably the one that means the most to me is just, uh, and recently we received the feedback from the biennial survey that the city produces. And I know that's a really kind of scientific um, survey that they send out to over a thousand people and they get a lot of great responses. And so to be able to take that feedback and to see that people are, are rating the services at the library as top notch. And so we kind of are proud that we are doing what we intend to do because at the end of the day, we're here to serve Springville residents. And so when they can kind of give us that feedback back to us saying, Hey, you guys are doing a good job. And you know, here's, uh, here's what we love most and here's suggestions or whatever. We just love that dialogue. Yeah. So it, it means a lot to us. And I'm sure to pass that on to staff because really at the end of the day, they're the ones um, helping people there at the front desk. They're running the programs. They're coming up with these, fun ideas that are innovative and I'm just happy to be there and help try to, you know, manage the craziness. So it's great. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming in again. We're so proud of you personally and also your staff and everybody over there who they've just done an outstanding job with, with the library and we're proud of it. And we just encourage people to participate and enjoy the library 
And if you haven't been in there, go in there. It's uh, it's a great place. I love going there myself. So, Dan, thank you for taking time to be, to be with us today. So thank you. Thanks, Mayor Packard. Appreciate it.